This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 77 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 9th of July, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting sunny skies today, a high of 93 with a heat index as high as 100. We'll have clear skies tonight, a low of 73. Saturday brings sunshine again, slight chance of afternoon showers, high of 91 with the heat index up to 98. And rain moves in overnight Saturday. We'll have an 80% chance of showers after 1 a.m., low down to 70. 80% chance of showers during the day Sunday, a high of 84. Sunday night, a 30% chance of showers till about 1 o'clock. Then we'll see partly cloudy skies and a low of 66. And the sun back out on Monday. High of 85, we do have a slight chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms on Monday. We do welcome some cooler temperatures, though. Fog and mist, 77 degrees right now at the KVOM studios. And we want to send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It's Angela Garrett with Conway County District Court. Obituaries this morning. Mary Jane Hampton Carter, age 80, of Conway, died on Wednesday, July 7th. She was a teacher in the South Conway County School District for 25 years and a member of Old Liberty Baptist Church in Conway. She is survived by her husband of 56 years, Robert D. Carter of Conway, daughters Valietta Lostetter of Scott and Anne-Marie Brockwell of Little Rock, eight grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren, and one niece. Funeral services for Mary Jane Hampton Carter will be held Saturday, July 10th at 2 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Brother Verlin Wood and Brother Mike Cantrell officiating. Burial will be at Mount Pleasant Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to St. Jude's Research Hospital. Charles William Chuck Hurd, age 79, died on July 6th. He was a 50-plus year resident of Moralton, worked at Waffle House in Moralton for 23 years, and is survived by his wife of 54 years, Mary Charlene Hurd of Plummerville, daughters Barbara Grace of Casa and Kathy Ivey of Moralton, five grandchildren, and a host of other family members and friends. Memorial service for Charles William Chuck Hurd will be held Thursday, July 15th, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Moralton. Johnny Wayne Powell, age 66, of Moralton, died Sunday, June 27th. The family conducted memorial service will be held Saturday, July 10th at 2 p.m. at Lewisburg Miracle Lighthouse Pentecostal Church with Reverend Larry Egger officiating. Private arrangements are under the direction of Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Now 7.34 and let's turn to news this morning. The cause of a fire that destroyed one of Moralton's oldest churches remains under investigation. Union Baptist Church, located at the corner of Elm and Bentley Streets, went up in flames early Thursday morning. Moralton Fire Chief Earl Eichenberger says the fire is believed to have started in the church sanctuary and was fully involved when firefighters arrived on scene shortly before 6 a.m. When we arrived on scene, there was flames coming out of all the windows, out of the, the front doors, the gables in the front of the church. Uh, it was just fully involved, and and that was in the sanctuary part of it. It extended into the, 
the block building on the west end of it uh, was the Sunday school classrooms, and it destroyed them too. I mean, it's it's a total loss. Eichenberger says it took about 20 firefighters with two pupper trucks and two aerial trucks about three hours to get the fire completely extinguished. No injuries were reported from the fire, but the chief says the loss of the church, which has been a part of the Moralton community for well over a century, is tragic. The cornerstone on the church said that the original church was built in 1903. One of the deacons told me that that church was actually a block over on Cherokee Street, but this church was built in 1939, according to the cornerstone. So it's one of the oldest established churches in town, and I just I hate it for the congregation. I hate it for anybody that has a fire, but uh, a little church like that that's been there for so long, uh, there's a lot of history that that went up in smoke. According to Eichenberger, church leaders said they plan to rebuild. In the meantime, congregants will be looking for a new location to worship every Sunday. 736, it's fair and 77 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 93 with sunshine and a heat index as high as 100. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 738. It's fair and 77 degrees at the KVOM studios. A new study conducted by personal finance website WalletHub ranks Arkansas as the second least safe state during the COVID-19 pandemic. The study compared the 50 U.S. states in the District of Columbia across five key metrics. According to the study, Arkansas is ranked 45th in vaccination rate, 48th in positive testing rate, 50th in hospitalization rate, 46th in death rate, and 50th in transmission rate. Only Missouri has a lower overall ranking than Arkansas. A day after reporting its highest number of new cases of COVID-19 since February with 1,000 on Wednesday, the state topped that mark with 1,210 new cases on Thursday. It includes an increase of 740 in the number of active cases, 49 additional hospitalizations, and 11 new deaths. Locally, eight new cases were reported in Conway County, and the number of active cases increased by 7 to 17. There was also an additional death reported from Conway County to bring its total to 35 since the pandemic began. 11 new cases were reported in Perry County. There are now 51 active cases in Perry County, an increase of 7 from Wednesday. There have still been 11 deaths from Perry County related to COVID-19. The Department of Health reported administering 5,506 doses of the vaccine in Arkansas Thursday, and that 39.4% of the state's 12 and over population are fully vaccinated. In Conway County, 42% are fully vaccinated. In Perry County, 38.9% are fully vaccinated. 
More than 1,000 job vacancies from various industries throughout central Arkansas will be featured at an upcoming job fair in Conway. As part of a continued effort to support businesses and job seekers, the Central Arkansas Workforce Development Area has partnered with the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services to hold the 2021 Faulkner County Job Fair on Wednesday, July 14th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Conway Expo and Event Center. Megan Ridenauer with the Division of Workforce Services encourages anyone seeking a job to come prepared for an on-site interview. We ask you to bring your resume. If you don't have one, that's no problem, though. We will have two Division of Workforce Services mobile units on site to help with resume writing and interview prep. And we do have positions that range from entry-level food service to highly skilled LPN, RN. We have employers with active openings from literally every sector of the workforce. Maintenance assembly, healthcare, construction, office clerical, manufacturing, warehouse, and many more. Ridenauer adds this will be an excellent opportunity for attendees to meet with employers and gain a better understanding of the many employment opportunities available throughout the region. Furthermore, by engaging with employers in person, attendees will be able to make a lasting impression on them. For more information about the job fair, call Megan at 501-730-9885. Her email address is megan.ridenauer, that's M-E-G-A-N, dot R-I-D-E-N-H-O-U-R at Arkansas.gov. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce welcomed its newest member, Divine Signs and Graphics, with the ribbon cutting Thursday at the Broadway Pocket Park. Divine Signs and Graphics is a home-based business owned by Randy and Stephanie Edwards of Cleveland. Stephanie has been in the sign business before, having previously operated American Sign and Graphics in Moralton. Randy and Stephanie can make any type of banner, car wrap, decal, or sign for your yard or business. They can be reached at 501-208-2383. Now 742, and let's check our market report with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, domestic and international equities finished lower today amid sliding bond yields and concerns that global economic growth could be hampered by COVID variants. Stocks paired earlier steep losses as the day progressed, but the outperformance of defensive sectors while cyclicals lagged highlighted the overall cautious tone on Thursday. Concerns were equally evident in the bond market with 10-year Treasury yields falling below 1.3%. The Dow closed at 34,421, down 259 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,559, down 105 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 23 cents at $28.18. Bank of America was down 97 cents at $38.78. Centerpoint Energy was up 25 cents at $25.26. Deere & Company was down $8.30 at $343.58. Energy Corporation was down 52 cents at $102.27. Under Armour was down 23 cents at $18.08. Simmons Bank was down $0.49 cents at $27.49. Regions Financial was down $0.46 cents at $18.97. Southwestern Energy was up $0.21 cents at $5.34. Tyson Foods was down $0.75 cents at $72.64. Walmart was down $0.12 cents at $139.59. Live Ramp was down $0.94 cents at $43.17. Interpublic Republic Group was down $0.43 cents at $31.93. Next Air Energy was down $0.20 cents at $75.13. Natural Gas was up $0.08 cents at $3.68. Cents. 
Precious metals were mixed. Gold was up ninety cents at one thousand eight hundred and three dollars. Silver was down thirteen cents at twenty six dollars. I am Jenny Knight, branch office administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. From our community calendar, here's where the Conway County Library's bookmobile will be today at the Museum of Automobiles on Pettigene Mountain from 10.30 a.m. until noon. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo is hosting a carry-out-only chicken strip supper today from 4.30 till 7. The meal will be served from the school cafeteria and includes chicken strips, mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans, roll, dessert, and drink. The cost is a donation to the school, and for more information, call 354-0327. Moralton American Legion Post Number 39 meets Saturday morning at 10 at 106 South Chestnut Street behind Harps in Moralton. Hattieville Baptist Church is hosting a vacation Bible school starting Sunday and running through next Friday the 16th from 6 until 8.30 each night. Starting Monday, the University of Arkansas Community College in Moralton will be holding an automotive camp for students in grades 10 through 12. It runs through next Wednesday. Participants will get hands-on experience in the Automotive Services Technology Program. The camp only costs $20. Space is limited. Sign up at uaccm.edu. Now, they're also holding a welding camp that runs through next Thursday. That camp is full, but you can sign up to be placed on a waiting list at uaccm.edu, and registration for that is $35. A presentation on the myths and facts of home energy efficiency by Arkansas Energy and Environment will be conducted at the T.C. Vaughn Senior Activity Center in Moralton Monday from 11.15 to 11.45 a.m., and all are welcome. A special meeting of the Conway County Quorum Court will be held Monday at noon at the courthouse in Moralton. It will be immediately followed by a joint meeting of the Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Committees. The Moralton City Council will meet Monday night at 6 at Moralton City Hall, and the South Conway County School Board will meet Monday night at 6 at the Superintendent's Office in Moralton. Finally, the Moralton Parks and Recreation Department is hosting a summer sports camp for kids entering grades 1 through 6. It'll be the week of July 19th through 23rd from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. each day. Registration is $60 for one child and $50 for each additional sibling. That can be completed at Moralton Community Center, and the deadline to register is Tuesday the 13th. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, fair and 77 degrees at the KVOM studios, and our morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town 
always in touch. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It's battle for third place in the National League Central Division this weekend as the St. Louis Cardinals take on the rival Chicago Cubs for three games at Wrigley Field. The series starts with an afternoon game today. First pitch at 1.20 p.m. Pre-game coverage underway at 12.25 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Frisco Rough Riders handed the Arkansas Travelers their fourth shutout loss of the season, 8 to nothing last night at Dickey Stevens Park. Travelers look to bounce back tonight in a 7.10 p.m. game from North Little Rock. And that's our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates here on this Friday morning. Now, 749, we've got fair skies and 77 degrees just outside the KVOM studios. As we turn to weather for you now, going to be another pretty hot day. Sunshine high of 93 expected and heat index values as high as 100. Then tonight, mostly clear or low down to 74. On Saturday, for the most part, mostly sunny skies all day. Then we'll have a slight chance of showers moving in uh, late Saturday afternoon high of 91. Then Saturday night, that's going to move up to a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Our low down to 70. 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms by Sunday, and uh, that's going to cool us down to a high of only 84 degrees. Sunday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, low down to 66. And then for Monday, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms with a high uh, right around 85 degrees. So it looks like Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, Uh, We're going to be in the uh, mid-80s for a high, uh, but then uh, back on Wednesday, looks like we'll return to uh, the 90s with uh, sunshine. Taking a look now at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is coming from the south at 3 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 30.03 inches. Our dew point is at 77 degrees. Visibility is at 10 miles, and our heat index right now is at 78. The low this morning was 74 degrees. The high yesterday was 98 The low a year ago, 75, with a high of 93. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our total rainfall for the year remains at 29.64 inches. Sunset tonight, that'll be at 828. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 605, when you join us for your favorite country music right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, it's fair, 77 degrees at the KVOM studios at 751. KVOM's Friday morning edition of Newswatch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Friday morning edition of News Watch. It's now 7.57, fair skies and 77 degrees at the KVOM studios here in Moralton. And we are back now with our close-up segment, visiting with Kevin Van Pelt on behalf of the Conway County Extension Office. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Hunter. Well, it's great to have you here at the KVOM studio. It's been a little while since you've been here, isn't it? has it? been. Sure has. We've been doing a lot of our uh, uh, close-up segments uh, over the phone, so it's uh, good to have you back here at KVOM. And uh, This morning, uh, you've... You brought some show and tell. Now, yes. now, now for the folks that are listening on the radio, they obviously can't see it, but we are live on Facebook, so uh, some folks can uh, uh, get on there and, and, and see the action of uh, what's going on. So it looks like you've got some kind of net here, yes. uh, right? So what is this all about, Kevin? We call this a sweep net. Um, earlier this week, 
or actually just yesterday, I was doing a study. Normally with army worms in, you know, forages like in hay fields or pastures, we go out. It's been recommended you go out with a and, and count how many worms there are per square foot. And so I was doing a kind of like a study trying to help our entomologist set some thresholds for using a sweep net. So you go out with a one-foot square, you know, like a, a, a PVC pipe square, mm-hmm. One foot, you go out, you just randomly throw it out in the field, and then you count how many armyworms you can find in the grass and into the thatch in that square foot. And then that same area, you just start through there, and you uh, you just sweep back and forth with this net in the grass. And uh, I was doing 25 sweeps mm-hmm. in each spot. And so uh, I'm not going to rely on the on the square foot method anymore. Okay. It, it was unreal. I was I would get I would not find any worms like in that square foot trying mm-hmm. to visually you know pick them out uh-huh. but then i would go through that same spot with a sweep net and was getting uh, it numbers like in the 300s wow so, wow you know, so 350 this, so, plus so this is the way to do it then i'm gonna start relying <laughs> on the sweep net more actually sweep net's what we use mostly in row crop you know okay. in the in the soybeans and uh to try to determine our thresholds on insect levels and whether to treat or not. But, okay, all right. Uh, well. It definitely were. And then the other thing that surprised me is some of this grass was, you know, only, you know, three or four inches tall, and I didn't think the sweep net would work, but it was very effective. Hmm. Okay, and where can they, can they get that at the co-op, or where can they get that? You know, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have to find, have we, to find we, you one somewhere. We, we usually try to come up with them for our, for our row crop producers, so okay. I guess I'm going to have to start ordering larger numbers for our our cattle producers and forage producers but uh yeah if anybody needs one just contact me and we'll try to come up with some okay all right well uh kevin as we talk about those uh, army worms now we know how to find them now yes. what do we do with them the big thing is they are here now uh the, this was uh in the blackwell area and um we have a uh, we have a good fact sheet that kelly lofton our entomologist put out if anybody's uh interested it uh, talks about controlling army worms, uh, when to treat, and it lists all the products that are available for treating army worms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all comes down to timing on when you treat. If you're getting close, if you're going to be, you know, uh, if it's a pasture, you, you'd probably be better off earlier in the year using uh, a residual insecticide mm-hmm. uh, like Besiege or Intrepid. Uh, if you're getting close to cutting it for hay, then you're better off probably just use a pyrethroid. Gotcha. Because if you if you use a residual insecticide, then you go out there uh, a week later, and the residual will last about three or four weeks. But if you go out there and cut the hay off of it, you, you've lost your residual. You'll have to treat it again. Okay. All right. Well, Kevin, anything else to pass along here this morning? Oh, I was going to mention, I've talked about our Plant Health Clinic newsletter um, and it's available on the website. Uh, it's uada.edu now. Okay. And <clears throat> this plant, the uh, reason why I'm mentioning it again, because last week's newsletter was all about tomatoes, um, disorders, and diseases, and had us a lot of good information in here and, and photos. Uh, and we get a lot of calls from homeowners about tomatoes. So go on the UADA website. Uh, you can just uh, go under uh, uh, homeowner garden gardens and homeowners something like that, okay. and then they'll see the link to the uh, plant pathology plant, uh, plant health clinic. Okay, and find right. them there. All right. Well, that's great. Anything else to pass along here? Is that just about cover it? 
Uh, that's about it. Okay. I think I think we're Alicia's done with her her farm tours. So yeah, yeah. That was another big uh-huh. uh, big hit with the kids on the farm tours. Yeah, they, they all love getting out there with those sweep nets. Yeah, definitely. We're uh, getting excited about the fair too, right? We've been talk- talking a lot about that and uh, a lot about uh, 4-H extension office. Just does a lot, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. A lot going well, on in Conway County. Most definitely. All right. Well, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Kevin Van Pelt on behalf of the Conway County Extension Office. As always, Kevin, thank you for talking to us Thanks, today. Hunter. Have a good weekend. You too. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.